0: Shafts of morning light filtered through the thick canopy of trees, casting shadows on the rock wall climbing straight up from the edge of the county road. A century before, tons of the mountain had been sheared away by dynamite, picks, and shovels to carve the road for mining trucks, revealing hidden springs that wept like tears down the stone face, streaking it with rust and silver mineral deposits. Tracy drove on autopilot, the radio off her mind numb. The medical examiner's office had not had further information. Kelly Rosa had been out of the office and the minion Tracy had spoken with could only confirm what Kins had told her. A deputy from Cedar Grove had called with a photo of what appeared to be a human femur, unearthed by a dog belonging to two hunters on their way to their duck blind in the hills, above the town of Cedar Grove. Tracy took the familiar exit made a left at the stop sign, and a minute later turned onto Market Street. She stopped at downtown Cedar Grove's one and only traffic light and contemplated what had once been her hometown, but which now looked so tired and worn that it was foreign to her. Tracy stuffed her change into the front pocket of her jeans, grabbed her popcorn and Coke from the counter, and looked about the theater lobby, but she didn't see Sarah. Saturday mornings when Hutchins Theater had a new movie, their mother gave Tracy $6, $3 each for her and Sarah. The movie was $1. fifty, which left change for popcorn and a drink, or to buy an ice cream at the Mercantile store after the show. "'Where's Sarah?' Tracy asked. At 11, Tracy was responsible for Sarah, though she'd recently relented to Sarah's desire to carry her own movie money. Tracy had noticed that Sarah had not bought popcorn or a drink and had pocketed the extra dollar fifty. Now she was nowhere to be seen, which was not untypical. Dan O'Leary pushed thick, black-framed glasses back onto the bridge of his nose, a persistent habit. "'I don't know,' he said, looking about the lobby. "'She was just here.' Who cares? Sonny Witherspoon had her popcorn and was waiting by the swinging doors to enter the darkened theater. She always does this. Let's go. We're going to miss the previews. Tracy liked to say Sonny and Sarah had a love-hate relationship. Sarah loved to bug Sonny, and Sonny hated it. I can't just leave her, Sonny, she asked Dan. Did she go to the bathroom? I can look. Dan took two steps before the realization hit wait, no, I can't. Mr. Hutchins leaned his forearms on the counter. I'll tell her you all went in and send her in, Tracy. You kids go on in so you don't miss the previews. I got the trailer for Ghostbusters. Come on, Tracy, Sonny whined. Tracy took a final look about the lobby. It would be just like Sarah to miss the previews. Maybe she'd learn a lesson. Okay, thanks, Mr. Hutchins. I can carry your soda, Dan said. His hands were empty. His parents only gave him enough money for the movie. Tracy handed him the drink and used her free hand to cup the popcorn and keep it from spilling as she walked. Mr. Hutchins always filled her and Sarah's boxes until they overflowed. Tracy knew it had something to do with her father taking care of Mrs. Hutchins, who had lots of medical problems on account of her diabetes. It's about time, Sonny said. I'll bet all the good seats are taken. Sunny used her back to push open the swinging door, and Tracy and Dan followed her in. The lights were out, and when the door shut, Tracy had to pause to let her eyes adjust to the dark. She heard kids already in their seats laughing and calling out names, eager for Mr. Hutchins to climb into the booth and start the projector. A couple parents were trying unsuccessfully to shush them. Tracy loved everything about Saturdays at Hutchins Theater from the smell of the butter-flavored popcorn to its maroon carpet and velvet seats with the threadbare armrests. Sunny was halfway down the aisle when Tracy saw the shadow lurking behind a row of seats, too late to warn her before Sarah sprang her surprise. Boo! Sunny let loose a blood-curdling scream that silenced the theater. What followed was an equally recognizable laugh.